Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. As thou The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. And Scripture for this morning from Luke chapter 4, the first 13 verses, is what you just heard read between those verses of that last hymn. This must be an important scripture, maybe more than we can realize in one simple reading of the text. In all three years of the lectionary, which is a calendar of scriptures used in worship a lot of times in churches, um, this story of Jesus being tempted in the wilderness is the gospel in the first Sunday of Lent. All three years. That makes me think we should probably pay attention to this story as we enter the season of Lent, which we have now done. When you think of Lent, the season of Lent, what things do you think about? What comes to mind? What do you associate with Lent? 
a lot of people think about, or at least hear other people talk about, giving up something for Lent. Maybe some of you have done that in years past or are doing that right now. People give up something that to them feels like sacrifice. Usually for the purpose of focusing on God and often including helping or serving others in the name of Christ during that time. Whether or not you've given up something for Lent is between you and the Lord. But this week as I've thought about these scriptures, I found myself wondering as we're heading into Lent, I wonder what Jesus gave up in this story. I wonder what Jesus gave up. Let's review the scripture and, and uh, see if we can pull a couple things out of that. The first temptation, the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man does not live on bread alone. This temptation was the basic temptation that appealed to human need for food. It had been 40 days that Jesus had been in the wilderness fasting and praying and focusing on the will of his heavenly father. It was a temptation to focus on physical need rather than on the will of the father that Jesus surely had spent time pondering on for those 40 days in the wilderness. Jesus knew, he must have known at this point, that the significant part of his messianic ministry was about to kick into high gear. And that ultimately, that would lead to the cross. What was the real temptation at this point? The temptation to take the quick fix rather than wait for the Father's plan to be completed. To settle for instant gratification rather than live out the will of the Father. So what did Jesus give up? He gave up the easy way. He gave up the easy way. Jesus sacrificed the human desire, the desire to take the easy way in favor of choosing his heavenly Father's way, God's way, God's will. It may not always be the easiest, but it will always be the best. The second temptation, the devil said, I will give you all authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. What was offered? Authority, power, glory, control. The temptation within the offer was to attribute something to someone else to attribute to someone else that which belongs only to God, worship. 
It was the temptation to put something or someone else in the place belonging only to God, who is the object of true worship. So what did Jesus give up? He gave up the shortcut. The shortcut to what would have been his anyway and what ultimately will be his. As God in the flesh, the future risen Savior, all authority and glory would already be his. It was the plan. He was the risen one already, even before the cross. <coughs> Excuse me. It would be proclaimed of him following the resurrection, but it was already true. It always was his, that glory, that power. It always was his as God the Son. He must have known that this authority and this glory was his for the taking. It was the plan of the Heavenly Father from the beginning. But the Father's way to that glory was through the cross. So why not take the shortcut to honor and glory? Why not get there more quickly than spend the next three years trying to teach people who he was and trying to teach them what it means to follow him? Why not get there now rather than wait and endure the cross? Jesus gave up the shortcut in favor of the pre-planned will of the Heavenly Father. The third temptation. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. The temptation? To twist scripture and spiritual principles around and make them all about me. Now I know. It was actually true in the case of Jesus. They really are all about him. The scriptures are. The scriptures are all about Christ. But in this case, it wasn't the right time that was included in the temptation. The verse the devil quoted was written to focus hearers on God's faithfulness and on God's power, not on the one reading it or the one hearing it. He tempted Jesus to flirt with death in order to test God and make God prove who God really was. Now, there's a difference in acting in faith and acting foolishly, trying to force God to prove something that God has no need to prove. The devil tried to tempt Jesus into something foolish and to force the hand of God. And of course, we know fear of death 
wasn't what stopped Jesus that day. He knew the only path of obedience to God would involve his coming death on the cross. But it had to happen according to the Father's will and timetable. Jesus was going to experience suffering and death as a part of God's plan anyway. More suffering, a more painful, agonizing death than the risk of jumping off of a high place and falling a couple hundred feet. As the second person of the Trinity, Jesus, the Son, already had command over the angels. It's not like he had to prove that God, Father, Son, or Holy Spirit could command the angels. He already knew with certainty that he had that command. So what did Jesus give up? He gave up the flashy, impressive show with angels and all in favor of the cross that was to come. He gave up the attention-getting, look-at-me performance that could have happened and chose to wait for the completion of the Father's will at the cross. In the stories, this story from the Gospels, Jesus experienced temptations that we might all experience in our own lives in some shape or form. The temptation to take the easy way out rather than choose God's best way. The temptation to take the shortcut rather than wait for God's will in God's time. The temptation to do the attention-getting, self-focused things in life rather than obediently trusting God's plan. We're reminded in Hebrews chapter 4, that we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but, one, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Jesus gets it. He's been there. He showed us how to persevere through the temptations that might call at us, and choose the Father's way, the Father's will. It involved the cross for Jesus. And it involves the cross for us today. In Luke 9, verse 23, Jesus spoke these words. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. This is an important call for us all if we really want to be the church, the real church. It's equally important to realize that being the church, being disciples who make disciples, is not possible without the cross. Without choosing to carry the cross daily rather than yield to the temptations of the easy ways or the shortcuts or the self-focused, self-glorifying life. We're in the season of Lent and we're headed toward the cross. The cross means sacrifice. 
The cross means surrender. The cross means choosing the Father's will over our own. As we move through this Lenten season, let's choose surrender together. Not surrender to the temptations that may come our way, but surrender to the way and to the will of God. Surrender to life with the cross, whatever that might mean we need to give up at some point. Choosing God's way will always be the best way. We, we need to understand there is no easy way to true discipleship. There are no shortcuts to being a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. There is no discipleship that's all about us. It's always about Christ. The one who gave up all those other things and chose the cross. I encourage you to follow the example of Christ. Choosing the will of the Father, the way of the cross. During this Lenten season of 2021. If you choose to give up something for Lent. Give up all that competes with life that takes us to the cross. It may be something different for every one of us. Give up all that competes with life that leads to the cross. Because it is there at the cross that we find and experience the work and the will of God. That which is worth any sacrifice that we might ever make. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, Jesus said, and take up their cross daily and follow me. This Lent. Let's take up the cross together. Let's follow together as we seek the will of our Lord together. Would you pray with me? Lord, thank you. Thank you for the example we see in Jesus who sacrificed, who gave up the easy way who gave up the shortcuts. Who chose to make it all about you even though he had every right to say, it's me, the Son of God. And enduring those temptations, we get the real sense that Jesus has endured temptations like we might face, yet without sin. Thanks for that gift, that love, that example of sacrifice and service. As we move closer toward the cross in this Lenten season, 
call us to a new sense of sacrifice and serving. Call us again to a life that demonstrates taking up the cross so that we can follow you. Rescue us from the temptations of the easy way and the shortcut and the focus on ourselves. Help us to deny ourselves, take up the cross daily and follow you. We pray that in Christ's name. Amen.